Thanks for listening to the New Stanton Church podcast. Check out our website at newstantonchurch.com where you can find out how to join our live stream at 901 on Sunday mornings. Now let's prepare our hearts for the word that we're about to receive. Last week I started a new series called Culture Shift. And the series was birthed because I believe uh, as a nation, we have been slowly drifting from our biblical roots for decades. And I think it shows in our culture in so many ways. Now, don't get me wrong, uh, I have no delusions that we got it right 100% of the time in our past. Uh, The lens of time shows that our misguided understanding of the word led us into horrendous sin. Southern preachers, for example, had a theological justification for why slavery was okay. Soldiers once felt that it was God's work to clear the land of Native Americans. Since 1972, we have killed millions of unborn humans, but made disturbing sea turtle eggs a crime. Both should be wrong. Hindsight is always 2020. I sometimes ponder what hindsight will say of our culture's actions as they look back on the year 2020. Many of us, even if you are not a Christian, sometimes think something went wrong. How did we come to this point where we think and act in this way? Something's not right. And as much as I, and and maybe you, would like to point the finger at everyone out there who is drifting from biblical values, that really is not going to bring about any real change, is it? Our job is to make sure that we are not straying from God's truth, as interesting as pondering how people will judge our culture as they look back on 2020 is, (laughs) our concern should be how God will judge me. Your concern should be how God will judge you. Last week, I shared that years ago when I was competing in triathlons, I used to use a, a breathing technique while doing the swim so that I could get a breath and look ahead to get my bearings once in a while and adjust course. And if I didn't, I ended up way off course. Playing with that analogy, I said, we all tend to drift from time to time if we don't get a breath and reflect on where we're going and where we're heading. Now, now is always the best time to get our bearings and adjust the course of our lives. Truth be told, it's the only real choice you have because we can't adjust someone else's life. Amen, that will preach. Some of you may have been trying Uh, I don't know who this is for, but it's time for you to let go and love them and pray. You can't change their heart or the course of their life, but God can break in on their world, so love them and pray. Young parents, you have a window to shepherd your kids in the direction 
of God's truth. But before too long, that window closes, and it's entirely on them. Invest your time wisely. And when you feel this stage will never, ever end, remind yourself that this too will pass. And one day, when it does, you will miss it. You may think I'm lying, but I'm not. And there is your parenting tip for the week. Last week, we talked about getting back to the heart of worship and worshiping in spirit and in truth with all of our emotions and in that biblical revelation of who God really is. Today, I want us to get a bearing check on integrity. How many of you would say that you know a person who lacks integrity and is a hypocrite? Show of hands. Uh, you can raise your hand, but do not put their name in the comment section of the live stream. Like, that is not cool if you're online. But I think most of us could probably think of somebody who lacks integrity and is a hypocrite without too much trouble. Here's the thing about hypocrisy and every other sin. It's super easy to point out in someone else's life, but really, really hard to see in yourself. Many fail to take a breath, get their bearings, and adjust the course of their life. Preachers hear about the problem of hypocrisy all the time, and here's how that goes down. Hey, John, why don't you join us for church on Sunday? And John goes, ha, ha, church? No, that's just full of a bunch of hypocrites. To which most preachers respond, well, John, you know, there's always room for one more. <laughs> and it's kind of true, and it's kind of funny, but in my humble opinion, it also might dismiss some real hurt and bad experiences that people have had with people who claim to follow Jesus. If that situation rings true for you, maybe that's one of the reasons people are on the live stream this morning, because they've never been able to stomach church again after their last experience. Or maybe your parent acted one way at church, but a different way at home, and you just got sick of it. Maybe a church leader said or did something very hurtful to you or someone you love. Maybe the church didn't care or love for you as you thought they should have. Let me just say I'm so sorry that you experienced the hypocrisy of someone who claimed to follow Jesus and didn't display it as they related to you. But acknowledging that what they did was wrong even if it was me, I pray that you find the strength not to be trapped in the prison of unforgiveness. Do not judge a perfect God by one of his imperfect children. Let me go ahead and better define what hypocrisy is because I think it will give us a better understanding of his integrity as well. Hypocrisy is the gap between who we say we are and who we really are. 
It's the difference between what we say and what we do. And it's often the difference between our public persona and our private character. On the flip side, integrity is narrowing that gap so that what we say and what we do is who we really are. It's doing what we say both in public and in private. I'm sure you've heard it said that integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one is watching. I want to take just a moment and brag on the staff and the praise team for a minute, because not having church last week was a really, really tough call. Uh, The praise team was excited about leading you into worship and into God's presence, and they sounded really, really good last week. I don't know if you could tell on the live stream, but they were rocking. We had planned All Saints Day, which is a significant time of remembrance and celebration for our church family. We had a membership class scheduled after church, and it appeared that the risk of someone actually getting COVID because of the previous week's situation, was really, really small. The person who got sick wore a mask in and out. They didn't come in close contact with anybody but their family. And we didn't know all of that, but we did know that they were tested Monday, and they didn't start experiencing symptoms until Wednesday. And we kind of figured, you know what, if If somebody here was going to get sick, they probably would have called us already. Should we just have church anyway? We didn't get a chance to really talk about the cancellation until Sunday morning. But here's how that conversation went down. Pastor Chris said, you know what, even even though the risk is probably low, I think the transparency is really, really important. And Tyler said... You know, this kind of frustrates me because I don't want to cancel. But we said we were going to follow a protocol. And I kind of feel like if we don't do it, like, what's the point? We have to keep our word. It was a beautiful thing to see how quickly we came to the right decision and how everyone bought in on both those teams to doing the right thing. The hypocritical thing would have been to brush everything aside and rationalize having church and breaking our word. We would have said one thing and done another. So as a thank you to the staff and the praise team, would you, would you show them some love this morning for doing the right thing? Man, I love my church. Integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing even when it's the hard thing. Some people justify being hypocritical because, you know what, they're ashamed of the gap or the risk is low. And the problem with that is the truth always comes out. And then you have a bigger mess because what you hid grew in the dark because sin always grows in the dark. Amen? Here's here's a life lesson whether you're a Christian or not. The choice to act with integrity or be hypocritical is often the choice to deal with a small problem now or a big problem later. 
Let me flesh that out with a, with a story. I had a, a lady from a previous church come up to me, and she said, you know what? I'm having feelings for another man. She, she was married. Nothing had happened yet. She was just having feelings for somebody else. I told her, go right now. Go right now and tell your husband that you're having feelings for another man. Because that is a small problem. You can fix that and you can deal with it right now. But if you don't tell him, that will grow and you will do something you regret. And that might not be fixable. She did. And God restored their marriage. And that is your marriage advice for the week. Jesus spoke against doing something for appearance sake, but having a different motive in your heart. And he he called it hypocrisy. And he taught that lesson over and over again in a variety of different examples in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. And I want to read that this morning. Jesus says, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Or in other words, just to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, but to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. In other words, if you're looking just for the praise of men, well, you'll get it, but you won't get God's. You'll just get people's. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be done in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Jesus spoke harshly of people who were just putting on a display for people to see or for personal gain. But on the flip side of that, he offered grace to those who were honest and and transparent about their sin. Look at Luke 18. Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I'm not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. Then Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, 
and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Jesus never had anything negative to say about somebody who owned their sin and moved away from their hypocrisy. He only spoke harshly about those who hid their brokenness for appearance sake. If all this makes you feel slightly uncomfortable, that's probably a good thing. Because it means you probably have some self-awareness that you too drift once in a while. And we all tend to. But on the other hand, if you're, if you're thinking right now, you know what? I sure hope so-and-so hears this message. Or I am so glad I'm not like those other folks. You know, like that tax collector type or that hypocrite that most of us can think of that we thought of at the beginning of the message. If that's the only thing going through your mind, you might need to take a moment and look in the mirror. The good news is there is hope who those, for those who get their bearings and adjust the course of their life. It was the sinner, not the tax collector, that went home justified from worship that day. He left right with God. Man, I would be rather be an honest sinner than a deceptive hypocrite all day long. What if the next spiritual breakthrough that God has in store for you isn't related to how much you felt the music this morning or how long your prayer time was before church? What if it's not about maintaining an image that everything's okay and I'm a great Christian? What if the place Jesus wants to take you is based on how honest you are in this very moment before him. Jesus spoke harshly of people with gaps that they didn't want to admit. But he had unlimited grace for sinners who owned it. I'm going to ask whether you're in, in the house or online this morning that you take a moment And just look in the mirror of your soul and seek God. Proverbs 28, 13 says, People who conceal their sin will not prosper. But if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Let's pray. God, as we ponder, as we pray, as we worship, as we come to your table this morning. Some of us, God, need just to take a moment and look into our own hearts to see where that gap may be widening between what we say and what we do, who we are in person and what we show and who we really are when no one's looking. And God, some of us have never come to you and said, Jesus, I've got so many gaps and so much sin, and I've never owned any of it. But today, today I'm going to ask that you take everything. I want your forgiveness. I need a relationship with you. I, need, I can't narrow that gap, God. I need your grace. And help. So this morning, I accept you.
And I ask that you remove that chasm between us because I want to leave this day, leave this service right with you from now to the end of my life till my candle burns bright in heaven alone. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the New Stanton Church Podcast. We'd love to connect with you. So visit our website at newstantonchurch.com, follow the Get Involved tab, and RSVP to our next meet and greet.